Good morning, everyone. We are continuing in our learning of Tfilah. We have just completed Pesuk de Zimra, and we're now transitioning into the Birchos Kriyashma. Um, just before we begin analyzing the actual brachos of Kriyashma and the text, um, it would be worthwhile to have some words of introduction to explain what's the function of Birchos Kriyashma, Kriyashma in general, um, and its context in in the Tfilah in general. As we mentioned before, previously, um, it's been quoted by the Gorem, like the Rif, that one should not be mafsik between, or speak between Yishtabach and Yotzeor, and the Yerushalmi explains that as if one did an Avera, which one can return from war, it's inappropriate to do such a thing, which implies that there should be some transition that's going forward. Similarly, in terms of the Kaddish that's, that's being said, which might be, as we'll see in an introduction for the Birchas Kriyashma in general, and the Tefillah Satsibur in, in its totality, the Ramak quotes that in Simon and Dalin or Chaim Sif Gimel, that when it says Kaddish, he should, if there is a Hafsaka between uh, Ishtabach and Yotzer Armor for, reason, for reasons of Dvar Mitzvah, which may be permissible, one should still recite some words of a little bit of Pesukim so that he could attach the Kaddish to those words. You can't start Kaddish alone in a vacuum, it has to be within a context of, of previously st- stated Shvachos or Debrei Torah. Which implies again, there's this transition point from Pesukah Zimra and taking that those experiences and and then moving forward to uh, to Berachos Kriyashma. But aside from being a transition point, um, seem, it seems to be that Berachos Kriyashma is is a major part of Tefillah, um, specifically in the sense that it, it actually establishes, arguably, a, t- a Tefillah Satzibor. This is the beginning of the communities that Tzibor's davening together, even before Shmona Esrei itself. Um, Many summary shown in Rashi in uh, one place um, in, in Brachos ex- calls that this the tefillah in general of Shacharis is called tefillah Yotzer, which is seemingly a, re- a, re- a reference to the bracha, the bracha of Yotzer or, which is arguably the big first bracha of of Birchos Kriyashma, but really the first bracha that we're going to be standing for all of Shacharis, including Shmona Esrei, which implies that there's this beginning of a communal. Tefillah, even at this point of Berchos Kriyashma, and you find this more explicitly in the words of the Rambam and in Hilchos Tefillah, Parak Tes and he says basically explicitly, Seder Tefillah This is how the way the Tefillah of the Tzibur begins. He jumps right into the following. He says, in the, in the morning, everyone sits sits down, and the Tzibur, the Shlech Tzibur, is Yard Lefnei and he's standing at the bima among the people, and then Umaschav Amerkadesh. He first says Kaddish. Everyone responds, Amen Yishmiraba. Then they answer, Amen Besofa Kaddish. Then he says, Baruchu. The people respond, Baruch Hashem Mavarach. And then, Maschel Pores Es Al Shema Bekoram. And then, we're going to explain what this means. The Chazan does Prisas, something called Pores Al Shema. We'll see what this means later. Which basically means he says, the Birchos Kriyashma in a loud voice. And everyone answers, Amen to each Bracha until Gal Yisrael. And then they go to Shimon Esri. So it seems like the Rabbim very much understands that the Birchas Kriyashma, aside from being an aspect of Kriyashma itself, are are, in, are really the as, is essential part, an essential part to the Tfilas Hatzibur in general, even before Shemona Esrei. It's, it seems as an interesting minog that has developed. We nowadays all say Birchas Kriyashma with our, to ourselves. However, historically, this might not have been uh, the case in, according to all Rishonim, according to all Mefarshim. The the Torah quotes a comment of his father in, in Orchaim Simon and Tess of Dalad, 
the Rush writes in, that the Rush's father writes in a tshuva in Chelak Dalad Simon Yutes that nowadays we should recite Birchas Kriyashma Birchas Yotzer with the Shlech Tzibur Benachas in a calm voice because the reason is only because Ki Adam Yochol Lechavin Tader Im Shlech Tzibur Beshtika you can't have proper kavana with being silent with the Shlech Tzibur Begami Hu Lechavin Lederi Shlech Tzibur Beshtika Uveemsa Brachol Liba Ledvar Macherim Hari Hefzerai Hakavana Ki Hefzik Beemsiusa even if he does. Um, is is able to be quiet if he doesn't focus on the words that are being said. That's um, a chisar in his ability to join in with the, with the, with the chazan. And therefore, explains the rush. We have the custom nowadays for everyone to recite birchos kriyashma. So aside from the fact that the rush, um, and th- and this halacha is actually quoted in the Rama, um, in Sif, Sif Dal there, and he says b'diavad. Even though we should all recite Birchos Kriyashma, he says, with the Ebed, if you only listen to the Shleich Tzibur, Shleich Tzibur, then you're Yotzei. The Brachos Eilu Shleich Tzibur Motzi HaYachid, Afa Bishubachit. The Ramah writes that even if one is an educated person and can recite it himself, and though normally we seem to not really have this requirement, not have this allowance to enable a Baki, a person who could recite Brachos by themselves, to rely on someone else to make the Bracha, here we could, here we allowed for some for some reason. Um... And the Ramah is basically relying on this Rush, who says basically, if the only concern is because of Kavana, you could be Yotze. Um, so the Archa Shochan on the spot explains that while some Mepharshim seems to be, the, which is the Shochan Archa's opinion, who understand that there's actually Chisaran fundamentally, not just in practice of Kavana, but also of being able to be Motzi, other people who are Bikiim, the Ramah argues on that point, and he says that you could, and he explains that even though we have a concept that tefillah is rachami and tefillah is a form of davening, that's a personal tefillah, and son a sheikh is not able to be motzi other people unless they really are uneducated and they can't do it themselves. See, but the Archa Shulchan says the difference is exactly this point that this is a bircha satzibur. He says and he explains the following: like bircha sinen and bircha mitzvah, because bezeh these brachos adif mishari brachos. Why? Because here these brachos need ten people. Why? These brachos follow the Kaddish, and the Kaddish seems to be an integral part of the brachos kriyashma as we're going to be developing later on. There's also a Kedusha, which, even though it doesn't require technically ten people, seems to be an aspect that a minion should be um, there in, a, in an ideal sense. And he emphasizes, And this is part of the Tzvilah. This is the Seder HaTzvilah in general. And ind- indicative of the fact that if it's part of the tefillah, seemingly there's some aspect of having a tzibur of ten people being present, and that's part of the way you're mekayim the mitzvah on an ideal level, and the, therefore the chazan could be motzi the, the tzibur as well. Um, again, emphasizing the point that because there's an, there's a the, the brachos brachos kriyshma aren't just individuals making brachos, similar I guess to pesukim zimmer where everyone recites it on their own, the brachos kriyshma really have a major aspect of it being part of the tefillah the tzibur's davening. Um, Almost as like an introduction to the Tfilas Atzibur of Shmona Esrei. You find this point, this this idea, even more blatant in a comment found in the Ran. The Ran writes in, in Rosh Hashanah on Dafi Alpha and based in the Dafi Rif, makes the following comment, and he says the Yerushalmi says that even though for both brachos, even though you already reyote the mitzvah, you can make the bracha for other people. It doesn't apply to Kriyashma Tfilas and Berchas Amazon. Um, and the Rosh was Medaik on this point that it sounds to be that for the Rosh, for the Ran, even though there are exceptions to this rule of Afapishi Yatsubotzi by Birchas Amazon, Kriyashma Tfilah, because they all have personal, there's some personal aspects which have to be fulfilled 
by the individual. It seems to be that for the the run, that if you weren't Yotze the mitzvah, um, seemingly you could be Motzi other people, even a Baki, even though he could do it himself. And this is against other Mepharshim, the Gra, specifically halachically, the halacha doesn't, doesn't think that's the case. But it seems to be from the, from the round that if one has not fulfilled the mitzvah and he has a personal obligation to make the bracha, he could be most other people, even for these things, even for Kriyashma and Tzvil, which are essentially personal requests for, to Hashem. And he explains that the difference is this exact point, and he, and he bases it off the of several other comments of the Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchos Brachos, Perak Aleph, Halachid Aleph, says that there's two ways one could be, be Yotze by listening to someone else. One is by listening to them, like Shomea Kaona. And the other way is is through answering Amin. And the Rambam very distinctly makes two different categories, answering Amin and Shemei Kona. And Rusalvichik explains that when one answers Amin, it's not that I'm listening to someone else, it's it's more of a an idea that we're creating a community of Tilas at Sibor. So I'm not being Moti someone else, where I'm actually representing and advocating on behalf of the collective unit. He brings a, a proof from this from the Rambam's comment in Parakhtes of Hilchos Tefil Gimel, and he emphasizes that the Shliach Tzibor davens b'koram all the brachos to be motzi those who haven't been who who are who have not davened, and everyone answers amen again, emphasizing that it's not Shemei Kohen, but rather the emphasis is amen. Similarly, in Birchas Amazon by Zimun, the Rambam has a similar comment that everyone has to answer uh, amen. For the Zimun to work, and not simply Shemei Kona, because Zimun is fundamentally different, similar to the Tilas Atzibor. Um, in this context, it's the Tilas it's the, the Zimun of, of the Chabura, but uh, for another time. But using this concept, that the idea is that Amen is representative of the Tzibor, Rosalvechik explains that this is exactly the same point as we find for for Berchos Kriyashma. As we mentioned earlier, the Rabbim in Parak Tesalach Aleph says the Seder Tzfilas Tzibur is your Paris Al Shema. And if you notice, the Rabbim emphasizes that Behain Omrin Onin Amin Achar Kol Brachol Brachol. Again, the emphasis is that you're not just listening, but you're answering Amin. Again, creating the Seder context in order to fulfill this Tzfilas Tzibur of the Berchos Kriyashma themselves. And now the question is, why really does the does there have to be a Tzibur for Berchos Kriyashma? I understand for for Shmonesra, there's kedusha, and there's an aspect of having a mitoch bnei Yisrael with a with a tzibur. But why is why is kriyshma the same thing that it needs a tzibur? And if Salvichik explains that in 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 every aspect of kriyshma, you're doing basically two mitzvos. One aspect is that you're reciting the words of kriyshma. That's a mitzvah bifnei atzmo. However, part of that mitzvah is also an aspect of kabbalas on lechoshemayim, accepting the the yoke of shemayim. And seemingly, Rishavichik understands that Kabbalas Al Melchus Shemayim Hesya has an added kiyum, the same way that the Rambam seems to understand in Hilchos Yisurei Torah that when one is Mekayim Kiddush Hashem, there's different, there's two different aspects. One's a Kiddush Hashem Biyachid and a Kiddush Hashem B'Tzibur. He very clearly makes these two distinctions there in Eger Um Also in the, in the Sefer Mitzvos, he seems to understand that the paradigmatic Kiddush Hashem is the Kiddush Hashem B'Rabim, as we find by Chanan Mishal Azaria. Um, who elevated the status of Hashkash Baruch Hu in, the, in the eyes of the Tzibor so they could um, be elevated from that. So sim- the similar idea, a miniature version of, I guess, the, that ex- as- expression of Kesh Hashem is being the Kabbal Olam HaChashemayim in a Tzibor context. And that's the reason, and that's the way, one is, that's the idea uh, behind why we have a Tzibor context um, in 
the aspects of Birchos Kriyashma. Interestingly enough, using this idea, Rosalvechik explains this explains the the wording of basically Paris al Shema. There is a machlokas. How much does the Shliach Tzibor recite when he's doing this thing called Paris al Shema? Um, the Ravid in in the comments on Parikhas uh, explains that the only reason why we're being Paris al Shema is in order to recite the Kedusha that is recited in Birchas Yotzer Or. And that requires 10 people, so you need a person to be moti everyone for that, that Kiddusha, but everything else doesn't require a chasen. But if you read the Ramam carefully in, in Perchas Halachahe, he says that he, you're mevarich all the brachos of Kriya Shema, and everyone answers Amen after all those brachos, implying that it's not just for Kiddusha, it's not just the Kiddusha to Miyushav of Birchas Yotzer Or, which you require 10 people, which may be maybe arguably for the Ramam a symptom, a, a manifestation of the Tzvilat Tzibor. Now we have a Tzibor, so now we have to recite, uh, we, we, we recite Kedusha Bifnei Asara, but that's not the reason why you have Paris Hashemah. Paris Hashemah is part of this bigger aspect of, in, of creating a context of Tzvilat Tzibor, um, even for Berichos Kriya Again, enhancing the Kabbalah's Om B'chosh Just putting into another context, the Rambam's son, Rav ben Rambam in a tshuva, um, this might have been mentioned earlier, in Simen Lamadal in the Berchas Avram, in Shuvah's Berchas Avram, writes that the kavanah that one has for Shorna Esrei is the same exact kavanah one has for Kriyashma. Both are expressions of Kabbalah's al Shemaim. In many ways, this might be even a prerequisite if you follow this train of thought, the Rav's train of thought, following the idea of the Rambam, that the Tefilas Atzibor starts with Kabbalah's al Shemaim, then it's manifested in the Shema, then it's expressed even more when one davens Shmona Esrei, we'll explain how that, that, that works, but the requests that one's making and, and the that one's making in Shmona Esrei themselves are manifestations of the Kabbalah's Amal Choshemaim, recognizing Akosh Baruch as, as the ultimate uh, Melech over, over all of us. As an aside, following in with, with this train of thought that the Amin is creates its Tzvilas HaTzibor, Savajik understood that the last bracha of Berchaz Yisrael should not be recited by the Chazan in quiet, it should be said out loud so that the people can be joining in in that bracha, um, but to avoid, I guess, the issues of Svichas Kulatzvila and Amen, you should say the bracha with the Chazan, so that you don't have to say Amen. So you get the Tzvilas Tzibur as well as the Svichas Kulatzvila. This explanation has an assumption, which is that aside from Shema itself, which is an expression of Kabbalah which is an obvious point, it seems to be that the brachos themselves somehow, somehow enhance the Shema experience of Kabbalah Shemaim. and in many ways. You find this throughout halacha, specifically with the brachos that are said b'tzibur. The Gemara in brachos, Dafyid Bezim and Aleph, has a discussion if one recites a bracha, one bracha of Kriyashma and not the other. The Gemara says, has a line, brachos in ma'ak zu azu. Brachos are not ma'ak of each other. And there's really two unclarities in this line. Number one, does this line mean that you don't need to say one bracha to be yotzi the other bracha in the kiyam of Takanas Chachamim? Or does it mean that you have to say both of them, but you don't have to say them in a specific order? That's one doubt. Another unclarity is that what does it mean you're not Yotze? Are you not Yotze the brachos of Kriyashma? Or you are Yotze brachos Kriyashma, but you're not Yotze even Shema itself, which is a more mechudoshik understanding, but it really gets to the point about what's the nature of the brachos Kriyashma and its relationship to Shema in general. And this, this, the second question, which sheds light on the, really the first question of the Gemara, or the first doubt of the Gemara, is really a machogas in the Rishonim. 
Tosos seems to take the approach, the approach that the Brachos Kriyashma, the question of Brachos Kriyashma Bim Akvim Zeze, is really a question of being Yotze the mitzvah of Shema itself. Tosos and Brachos Dafi Gimel and Aleph says from Yerushalmi that we see that Brachos are not Ma'akiv each other because you could be Yotze Shema by, by just thinking. You don't have to say any Brachos. So we see that one could be, they're not Ma'akiv each other. The, the, the seemingly clear assumption of the Baliatosos is that the issue of bimaakev berchos kriyashma, the ikuv of not saying shema, not, not saying berchos of kriyashma, is has an effect, an impact on the shema itself. And from the fact that you could be yotzi shema without saying any brachos from the Mishnah, that says you could just think about saying shema without saying any actual brachos, indicates that the Gemara's comment of brachos imakev zuazu is related to the bimkayim the mitzvah of shema. But Tosos continues. And asks on itself, on themselves, really, how could that be the case that you don't need brachos kriyashma for bimikayim the mitzvah shema? We say in the Gemara and brachos, as we just mentioned, adafiyat beis, the maskanas Gemara, Apparently, the maskana was from the Gemara that seder habrachos ein ma'akvin. You don't have to make this. You don't have to have the brachos in order, but you need habrachos ma'akvos. But you still need some brachos to be said. You need, you need the brachos to be said in its totality. So how could we be that the Mishnah says in kivin libo yatsa, but you didn't say any brachos? So answers Tosos, the following chilek, and this is a this is again highlighting our point earlier. This is a quotation of Rav Haigon. Rav Haigon thinks that if one makes brachos, if one says Shema B'Tzibor, you need to make brachos. If you say Shema B'Yachid, you don't have to say brachos Adam Akiv. Again, this emphasizes that for, again, for Bali Tosos and following the train of thought we mentioned earlier, that obviously there's an aspect of the Mikayim, Kabbalah, Salmachos, Shema, B'Yachid, but Kabbalah Salma Chashmai B'Tzibur is so important and has a, an almost like an added dimension to it. That requires Berchos Kriyashma to be accompanying that Kabbalah Salma Chashmai B'Tzibur in order to be Yotzi the Mitzvah Bishlei Musa of Kabbalah Salma Chashmai B'Tzibur. However, this interpretation, while fitting into the Armahalach, is disputed. The Rashba strongly argues in Brachos Alpha and Beis, he says that he doesn't think of high Gon is correct with Halacha. There are other Gonim who think that being Biyachah, being Mitzibor, it's never Ma'akiv. It doesn't matter um, if you say it in public or not. You don't have to have the Brachos recited with the Shema. They're not related, really. And he says that Yerushalmi is talking about of Brachos Ma'akos. It doesn't mean that we're talking about a of a, a, a Brachos Mitzibor um, versus Biyachid. No, it just means that if you say Shema beforehand, then you don't have to worry about the brachos, you can see the brachos later on. Which again indicates, for the Rash, but it sounds to be that the brachos um, are not necessarily related to the brachos kriyashma um, on a halachic sense, in its totality. You find this distinction between the Baliatosis and the Rashba, as well in a discussion about what's the reason why the last bracha of Emes Vyatsev is not recited with a baruch. Normally the rule is that if you have a bracha, a bracha adjacent to the next one, you don't have to make a bracha. Um, however, in the case of Emes Vyatsev, which, which has a bracha of Gal Yisrael at the end, um, it's interrupted with Kriyashma, breaking up its connection to the previous bracha of Avas of Abaraba, Avas Olam. So what's the reason why there's no bracha in the beginning? So Rashi and Daf Membav explains that, no, it really is a bracha, it really is connected. And that's a, almost a strange answer because has Kriyashma in the middle. The answer the Rishonim give, the Ritzvah, Megillah, Chafafam, basically explains that no, there's no real Hafsaka. In his language, Min Bemino Inachotzeitz. 
the brachos of Kriyashma and the aspects of Shema are min bimino. They're the same thing. There's no chatzitza. There's no distinction, no hafsaka between the things that I'm saying in the brachos and that of Shema. And therefore, it's all one one flow and therefore it's considered smuchal l'chaverta. And that's why there's no bracha. Again, this follows in the train of thought that there is a connection between the brachos of Kriyashma and Shema itself. However, the Rashba, seemingly Shitaso, argues on this point and he thinks that it's nothing to do with the connection of smuchal l'chaverta Rather, as he explains in Brachos Dachya Alf Mabes, it's all about when Chazal made this the Sirha Brachos, how did they institute the Bracha? Did they institute it to be a Bracha Rucha or Bracha Ktsara? If it's a long Bracha, then it has a Bracha, a bracha in the beginning and the end. And if it's a short Bracha, then it has only a Bracha at the end. And he explains that the Brachos of Krishma, even though we have to recite all of them, he says, Elam Seder, as, as we mentioned earlier, there is no, they're not Ma'akev in the Seder. And therefore, if you want to make the first Bracha second or the second Bracha first, there's no problem, technically. And it's and it says the Rash was Ki'ilu mi'ikara niskinu lachtom v'shalot v'toach. It's Ki'ilu Chazal made it that since you could say it in any order, they don't really need an initial bracha. It's all about the ending bracha because the first bracha could always be switched. The initial bracha could always be switched. So that's Ki'ilu bracha k'tzara. And he says, Kol shekin al demorso emes v'yatsev, which is not smucha l'chavrita because of Shema. Which again, he emphasizes the point that Shema is really afsaka. And that's the real reason why there's no Bracha, um, bracha, bracha um, at the beginning of that of that bracha, and again this is against Pirish Rashi. Again, Rashba seemingly Mishitaso, who seems that the brachos of Kriyashma are not connected to Shema on a halachic level. Um, however, Rashi seems to be following the train of thought of the Baliatosos, or pre, pre, um, assuming or pre, um, you know, beforehand, like the Baliatosos, that Shema and the brachos go together. Seemingly enhancing that Kabbalah's Amuchu Shemaim aspect as well. Um, you find this in a third place as well. The Mishnah says, Hakari Mikan If one recites Shema or the Brachos of Kriyashma after the proper time, he is not lost out on the mitzvah or that aspect. It's Ka'adam Hakari Batorah. It's like one who recites reading the Torah. And the question really is, uh, how does one? read this Mishnah, we are referring to the Brachos of Krishna, we're talking about Shema, and what, what's the significance of being, the reason why it's not like he's mafsa is because he's like he's reading the Torah. So, there's again, this this two train of thoughts reflect themselves, is the Brachos of Shema part of the Shema or not, reflect themselves in this reading as well. The Meiri and the Rashba and the Tos the Rash, on that Sugin Brachos Tapyud, explain that when we talk about Korei, Mikan said referring to specifically the brachos, which one can recite until Tfil Shachar finishes, which is either into four hours into there or until Chatzos. Um, however, if you and and the second aspect of means that if you just recite Shema, you know, not distinct from its brachos, then it's it's considered as if reading the Torah. There's no problem in in reciting that. So for the these mafarshim and this is emphasized again the Rashba in not only in his chidushim but also in a tshuva, um, in the tshuva of Rashba Alf Shin Yates, he says beferish the mission has really two distinct aspects or two distinct clauses. One is akarim yikam echlehivs is referring to the brachos which are not connected to kriyashma really connected to tefillah and that's why the zman of the brachos go until the zman of tefillah shachris. And the second aspect is is all the is referring to one who says shema, you know it's as if you're just reciting from the Torah. However, other Rishonim have a different read. The Rambam in the Parish of Mishnayis. He says that it's all to be read as one clause. He says, if one recites, 
Lo hefsid kaadam shehu karbatar. And he says, Lo hefsid, habrachos, you don't lose out on the brachos. Ela mevarach yotzer vavaraba, the kore kriyashma, afilo achar sheishos bayom. He says, you could recite it, not just limited, these brachos limited to Zman Tefillah, you could recite the brachos with the Kriyashma after Chatzos, after Zman Tefillah Legamre. And so he says, how does this work? El Scharo B'kach, the schar that one gets for doing this, meaning the, the, the effectiveness of this action of reciting brachos, Kriyashma, Kshma, Shlobonasa, it's as if he's Kori Batore, Batora, Vlok Kori Kriyashma Bonasa. It's as if he's reciting uh, Kriyashma. Uh, it's like, as if he's re- reciting the Torah, but he's not uh, saying Kriyashma Bonasa. So again, it's interesting for the Rambam that he seems to bunch everything together, the brachos of Kriyashma with Shema, and it's not with connect, correlated to Zman Tefillah. And he says it's, it's as if you're Kori Batora, but not Kori Kriyashma Bonasa, which is almost uh, seemingly strange because we're talking about the brachos of Kriyashma, and he's explaining the schar of saying the brachos Kriyashma with the Shema as, as if he's reciting um, Kriyasa Torah. Uh, it seems to be for the Ramam that the point of Kikor Torah means that there's some Kim Hadorva that's being fulfilled. Not Kriyashma Bonasa, but some Kim that's being fulfilled. And that is allowing you not only to be Kaim some aspect of Shema, but really another aspect, but also an aspect of, of Brachos, of Birchos Kriyashma, even Shol Bonasa, even when it's not Zman Tzfilo. Um Rav Shechter understands that this this yisod is really connected to a, a similar comment made by a different Rishon on the same Mishnah. Rabbi Yona, the Talmud of Rabbi Yona comments that Kikari Batore is a explanation of how one can be Mekayim Shema, even Shlobonasa. Normally one cannot recite Divrei Torah, or from a Sefer Torah, Baal Peh, you have to read it from Mitoch Eksav. But Shema, if you're saying it for, to be Mekayim Mitzvah, you could say it Baal Peh. And that's what Rabbi Yona says, you could say Parshas Karbonas Baal Peh, because that's also a Mitzvah. But if one says Shema after its time, uh, its proper span of Kima Mitzvah, how can you recite it Baal Peh? So the mission says, no, it's, it's still Kikar Batoris. There's still some Kim of Shema that's being fulfilled as if one's Mikhaim of Kriyas, allowing you to basically recite, do a Kim, uh, recite this, theme, this, this section of Shema in the Torah, Torah even though it's Baal Peh, because you're, you're, you're doing some form of Kima Mitzvah. And if Shechner explained that this this last clause is really modifying not just that line, but also the first line, the first clause. That lo hifsid, not just Kriyashma, but also the brachos, because there's some aspect of Kriyashma that's being fulfilled, even Shalobanasa, which also f- enables you to say Kriyashma Ba'peh. Again, this these two, this interpretation and, and, and the Rambam's interpretation seem to understand against the Rashba that Kriyashma and brachos are connected on a, for sure, on a Yisodistic level, but also on a Halachic level. And this argument, this idea goes even further in the Rambam. The Rashba has a question in the Chuvas Rashba Simon Shinchaf. He says he doesn't understand. Normally, if there's a suffix Minat Torah, you just have to do the mitzvah and not recite the bracha because of suffix brachos. But the Rambam says in Hilchos, and then we find this halacha in many places, specifically by Hilchos Mila. If you have a Mila of an androgynist who you're not sure if he's chayven Mila, you make you do the Mila, but you don't make the bracha. But in Hilchos Kriyashma, the Rambam writes, if you have a suffix, if you recited Shema or not, this is in Perak Beis Halacha Yagimel Hilchos Kriyashma, the Rambam says you have to read it again, Shema again, with his brachos. It sounds to be indicating that Shema requires some aspect of, you have to say Shema with its brachos. And the Rashba answers, this might not be correlated to the Rashba and his Chidushim, but the Rashba answers for the Rambam, 
it seems to be that part of the Takana was that you have to have Shema with its brachos. So again, this emphasizes that halachically, there is an aspect of the brachos Kriyashma with the brachos as well. And taking a step back, we've been developing the idea of Shema as a aspect of the Mikhaim Kabbalah Amachoshramaim. And seemingly, this aspect of the Kabbalah Amachoshramaim might be even more important when it's Bitsibor. As Rav Haigon explains, you have to you, you have to say the brachos. That's ma'akiv for even seemingly any type of any aspect of kiim hadavar for tefillas atzibor of kriyashma. Um, and even if it's biyachin, it seems to be that there is a takanas chazal that has to be said um, with its brachos. The question really is, how does how do the brachos really enhance that kabbalas amachos shemaim? So the the. Taurus HaMincha, Rishon, the, the, the Talmud of the Rashba, has a drasha, one of his drashas gave in Shul, the drasha Pe Gimel that's going on Sukkot, and there he has a side comment, a tangential comment of, of the Birchos Kriyashva. And he explains that he really starts it as a halachic question. He says if the entire, the, the halacha is that, like we said, Birchos Kriyashva are going on Kriyashva. And he says if that's the case, why is why isn't there any brachas mitzvah of on kriyashma specifically in yichud Hashem? We don't have any mention of yichud Hashem in our brachas of, of brachas kriyashma. And he says, if you think about it, all the brachas of kriyashma really are reflections of yichud Hashem. And as we'll go through in, and when we go through the pirush hadvarim, the brachas yotzer ma'or reflects yichud Hashem in the sense that Hashem creates the light and darkness, and He controls everything. That's an expression of yichud Hashem, Hashem's ultimate control over all aspects of reality. The second brach of avas olam is also a chasimah, we have a chasimah of Ovamo Yisrael. Again, it's a reflection of Yichar Hashem because we're the people who are charged with being required to be Miachan HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And thirdly, the last bracha of Ms. Vemunah, Ms. Vyatsev, the, the initial crux of the bracha is that we're reaffirming what we said in Shema, which is again, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Yichud is, is real, it's present, and Ultimately, it's going to lead to the Gula Shlema. So, in many ways, even on a surface level of interpreting what the brachos are, what's recited in the brachos, again, emphasize and highlight different aspects of the Yichar Hashem, which is a part of the Kabbalah's Amachos Shemayim. Rav Savichik takes this a little further and he says that the three brachos of Kriyashma are reflective of the three brachos, the three parshas of Shema. So, the first bracha is Brachas Yotzerim Or, Hashem creates everything. That's Yichar Hashem, the Kabbalah's Amachos Shemayim. That's the first first parsha of Shema. Shema Yisrael Shem Akin Hashem Achad. The second bracha is about Talmud Torah, the Birchas Torah. We find that also in the second bracha of Numatim Masamas Benechem, and the third bracha is about Gal Yisrael. The third parsha is about Tzachiras Yisrael Yisrael and Gulas Beis Yisrael. Again, all these different aspects, and we'll see this more when we analyze the mitzvah of Kriyashma. The Rambam seems to understand all these aspects are part of the general mitzvah of, of, of Kriyashma. And all those are reflections of Yichar Hashem Kabbalah Sa'amachos Shemaim. So in many ways, all these three brachos that we're assigning B'tzibor are enhancing our inter- internalization of Yichar Hashem and Kabbalah Sa'amachos Shemaim in its totality and more more prominently in the, in the Tzibor context. And with this, we could start really discussing Birchas Kriyashma, specifically starting with Kaddish. And as we'll develop next year, Kaddish really is the, aside from being a conclusion of all the that previously said is really an affirmation of the Tzibor, Bimikadish Hashem, which is really the a beginning of 
being a, of a communal of Kabbalah Samach Hashem, and really at the beginning of, of all of Tefillah. Um, aside, because Tefillah's Birchas Kriyashma and Shemona Sein Jalon are not necessarily in, in the context of Tehillim, different Mephrashim will be used. Obviously, we'll try to glean as much as we can from the Psukim that were a reference to in the in, in Tanakh. But there are some other Mephrashim, like the Kuzari has a a background or a general synopsis of Birchas Kriyashma and Shemona Esrei, the Ramchaz, different different quotations. Um, aside from that, the Rishonim, like the Abu Jaham and the Rakeach, have have their peers on the Siddur. We'll try to glean from those those mefarshim. In terms of Achronim, the, um, the Gra has a peerish on different aspects of Tefillah, or as Talmud has a peerish from Bishem Agra. Rav Hirsch understands also different themes, and he has essays on, on these points. And even in Halacha, we'll try to see if the Halacha correlates to the different themes that we're trying to glean from what's being said. The Torah, the Shulchan Aruch, the Archa Shulchan. And many other mafarshim will try to get a, a general, both a overall picture of, of the Birchas Kriyashma and also as a um, a deeper inter- interpretation of what's being said, as we've been do- doing throughout uh, Pesukim. We'll try to move forward into Birchas Kriyashma as well.